Hey everybody, this is Brandon Scott and I am the Fandom Pastor. As a big nerd, I guess, uh, I recognize that God is connected to everything in our world, and this includes fandoms. So fandoms are the fans of a particular person, a team, a fictional series, uh, all of those different groups that are identified together as a deep love or, or passion about a particular subject. Now, specifically, I'm looking at more of the, the nerdy side of things. So these are the Potterheads, the Harry Potter fans, the Trekkies, the Broadway fans, and more. God is connected to everything. And so join me as we see how God is connected everywhere. Understand that the first 46 episodes were recorded for YouTube. And so it's only 47 and after that are geared specifically towards uh, the podcasting. So thanks, God bless, and glad you can join us. Hey, everybody. Uh, this is Brandon Scott. Welcome back to the Fandom Pastor. Um, I'm filming actually from home today, so things look a little bit different. So... If you have been with us before, welcome back. If you've never been with us, hey, I'm glad you could join us. So if you figured out the clue from last time, or hey, you just read the title, um, you know that the one we're talking about today, uh, the musical, Broadway musical we're talking about today is A Chorus Line. So like previous shows, like I say every time, this has multiple themes that we could uh, visit, uh, maybe even revisit again, who knows? But if you don't know anything about Chorus Line, Chorus Line is centered on 17 Broadway dancers auditioning for spots on a Chorus Line. And the musical is set on, it's just basically this bare stage um, on a Broadway theater during the auditions for the musical. And a Chorus Line kind of provides this, this little bit of a glimpse um, into the personalities of the performers and the choreographer as they describe the events that kind of shaped them, uh, how they got there, and, and things like that. Um, and each of the performers are, are different, are unique in their own ways. Um, huh, kind of like us. And I can tell you something about yourself that even you may not realize. Something maybe you struggle with, even. Um, you may be surprised that I know this about each and every one of you. But I do, and I want you to understand how I know it. So what is it that you think I might know about you? What do you think it could be? Well, I will tell you this. You are a masterpiece. When God created you, he really did break the mold. There's no other person who's exactly like you. You're an original. It's just like the dancers that for a chorus line. Each one is different. Each one brings something special, something unique to the role, to the, to the chorus line. Um, each one of them took different steps to get there. Um, they may be kind of in a similar situation, but they all got there different ways. And each one of you got to where you're at in different ways, through good or bad situations. Each one of us gets to where we're at. Now, 
knowing that we are unique should, should humble us. It should make us realize just how much God loves us. We understand or should understand that no two people have the same fingerprint. You know, think about that. Nobody has, out of all the, the years and, and generations of people, nobody has the same fingerprint. And that blows my mind to just consider that there is no other person in the human population who has the identical pattern that I have on my fingertip. That's amazing to me. That just kind of blows me away. And it doesn't end, end there. Uh, we're told that our DNA is different as well. No two people have the same identical DNA. And again, just amazing. God wanted us to be uniquely different. And at the same time, have some of the same characteristics and traits of our parents. That's why when we were born, we may have ended up with our mother's eyes or our father's hair. It goes even further as we grow older, when we show up some of the same characteristics, some of the same mannerisms uh, as our parents even. Um, we just start maybe acting like and, and responding the same way that they do to similar situations. Uh, speak the same way. I know that I have family members that, um, like when they're on the phone, I can't always tell who I'm talking to. It's a similar situation. The book of Psalms is actually a great section of the Bible. You really should read into it more. But this is a really expressive book. And the majority of it was written by David. I'm sure if you, you know anything about the Bible, you know of David. Um, David and Goliath is, is obviously a big thing. But he eventually became a king and, and things like that. And... What's interesting is there's some basic truths expressed in a poetic and, and really graceful and beautiful language. It's, it's, I mean, they're psalms. Psalms are songs. Uh, and, of course, he was an accomplished musician as well. In Psalm 139, he wrote, I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows right well. Notice that, that last phrase. In the verse, if you, you pick up on it, I think it's worthy of, of thinking about it because this little phrase often gets passed over. There's so many people today who don't give God and our relationship with him a second thought. A lot of people don't. I mean, let's be honest. We take so many things for granted in this day and time, and we shouldn't, especially if we're Christians, with each passing day, we should gain a special appreciation for how God has blessed us so much. And he blesses us again and again and again. God did not make us on this mass production line. You know, there's, there's no um, line where 10 people put you together or whatever. God took each one of us and made us uniquely different. He took great care in making us who were meant to be. He had a purpose in mind for each one of us before we were even born. And he knew we would sin. And we don't we do know, do know this. And we we need him. We need him in our lives to overcome that sin. He knew we would fall. 
He knew we would fail, but he gave us a chance. Even though we have failed him, he's provided us with hope and a way back to him. David wrote in Psalm 199.3, Know that the Lord is God. It is he that has made us, and we, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his flock. And what's, what's interesting is there's a lot of people that have this kind of in reverse. They think that God should cater to our every need and provide us with all of our desires. But God has made us for his glory and to serve him. Um, it, it's like, you know, when we, when we look at the chorus line again, um, each one of them had to work hard to get to where they're at. And they don't expect the choreographer and, and the director to just give them a role because they want it. They have to audition. They have to work for it. They have to, to, I don't want to say earn because we can't earn God's love. We can't earn anything from God, but we do have to, to work towards it. We do have to work towards perfection. We do have to work towards uh, getting sin out of our lives. We have to work towards being good people, the people that God calls us to be. Paul talks about it in 1 Corinthians, For you are bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which belongs to God. So what he's saying here is that we should not abuse what God has given us. Oftentimes, we do not use what God has given us in the right way. And again, we go to the chorus line where some mistakes are made, and we've all done it too. But we we have to take care of things. The chorus line... Uh, performers, they have to take care of their body. They have to take care of it because that is, in essence, their livelihood. Um, they have to be able to dance. They have to be able to perform. And they can't do that if they don't take care of their body. Um, and it's the same way with us. We have to take care of ourselves so that we can serve God properly. Um, we, we mistreat our bodies by smoking, drinking, using drugs, overeating or other other things and then we fail to fulfill our greatest potential in our work our morals and our relationships with other people and i think we can all um say that we can work on different things whether it's the, our physical aspects and i i know i have to um i'm i struggle with that a lot too um but we also have to take care of our, our moral aspects, the, the moral parts of ourselves. And we have to think about what are we going to do? How are we going to solve or, or work towards what God calls us to do? And, and we know we should not do the things. Um, we shouldn't have that second helping. Um, we shouldn't uh, borrow things from the office. Um, you know, those, those types of things. But sometimes we have to remind ourselves just how far God has, has brought us and where he's leading us. And I called you a masterpiece at the beginning. And sometimes we don't feel like a masterpiece. But there are times when we feel anything. But living life here on, on this planet is not always easy. Um, but the Lord wants us to know how much he loves us and that he's with us even in times of despair. If you feel abandoned today, know that God is there. He is there. He does not leave us. He's just waiting on you to call him. 
always feel free to pray to him and ask him to come into your life and bring new hope, new purpose, new meaning, new direction. Express your love for him and promise you'll worship and serve him faithfully. And that, again, can be a real struggle. I totally understand that. If you have any questions on any of this, any of the videos or anything like this, let me know. You can message me and, and things like that. Uh, join us in a couple more weeks as we continue our Broadway study, um, like I did last time and every time since. I'm going to give you a clue to the uh, next musical. I'm giving you a clue to the next musical we will discuss, and you won't have to cross the Alps to get to it. Thanks, and God bless.